Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mavs, Mavs, Big. Mavs. Mavs, Big. Mavs. Mavs, Mavs, Mavs. Mavs. Okay, I'm also recording. Okay. One, two, three. Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch. It's a podcast where we bitch about um, reality TV. Obviously, it was named after The Bachelor, but that's not on right now, okay? We're talking about Married at First Sight. Get over it. Yes, get over it. And get out of our faces. I'm sick yeah, to death just, of you all. Ugh. I love, you know what I love? We're so hostile to our listeners that when we don't upload a podcast, they just wait with bated breath <laughs> until we say something instead of asking us about it. Yeah, we've trained them well. <laughs> we've beaten them into submission. <laughs> well, I don't think either of us react well to being told what to do. No. And that's what feminism's all about. Yes. Being horrible people. <laughs> being hostile to everyone because that's our right. And we need to stop. As women, we need to stop apologizing. Even when we're very rude. I went to the optometrist recently. Not the optometrist, like, I, I went to get my glasses, get new glasses, whatever. So I went into the, well, I guess they're an optometrist, but they just sell glasses, you know. Although mm. I would say they're more known for selling glasses than being an optometrist. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, he, the guy who was serving me kept, because I kept apologizing for, I don't know what I was apologizing for, but he was like, you can't, you've got to stop apologizing. And so then wow. for the rest of the transaction, he would... Um, continuously tell me to stop apologizing whenever I would apologize. But I'm very bad at that. But, oh, well, I guess we always are. Oh, well. Oh, well. A <laughs> little bit of insight from me. Um, how are yeah. you going? Have, how, how are you? Is, is Mark home? Um, so Mark is, he's, he, he's not, okay. Um, so I am, I'm not trying to see anyone. Obviously I'm shooting my show at the moment. Yeah. So I'm very worried that, um, we will all get coronavirus and it will end. So I've been self isolating when I'm not at work, yep. not seeing anyone or anything. Oh my God. That's um, so hard for you. It is so hard. It's really popular. Um, basically, I, I mean, you do said I'm up. not going to gamey, gamey, game. Um, I mean, I'm an extrovert. This is well known. Um, <laughs> this is canon on the pod. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I've just been home all day. I'm going a bit crazy. But I did go out to buy marks and things because he landed today. But um, legally, he has to self-isolate for 14 days. So um, he's at an Airbnb. And so I, um, you can go on my Twitter and see the video. I basically bought him a bunch of stuff and brought the PlayStation and just left it in the foyer <laughs> of the building next door and then went and waited outside and watched him come and grab it and wave to him. Oh, wait. So he's in the building next door to you? Yeah. Oh, no. 
And I haven't seen him in like a month, but we can't go near each other. Because, you know, he came back from LA. There's everyone, there's, they're like, if you've, if you've done these things, you might have coronavirus. And it's just like, essentially just a list of flights from LA. So, um, yeah, it's, I cannot afford to get it. And also no one can afford to get it because all the old people are going to die. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just watched him and then I realized I'd forgot to bring the PlayStation control as I walked back and looked on the ground and I was like, whoops. So I had to make Uh a second trip. And I thought the receptionist would be a bit shady about me leaving just bags and just walking away, right? If you see something, say something. But she did not care. That's good. <laughs> um, and it was very emotional. So um, he's here, technically. But <laughs> I would have liked it if you had have done like a kiss through the window. Well, we well we didn't like kiss or the glass. Touch your hands psycho. through the window. <laughs> we did blow each other a kiss. That's nice, I guess. Um, yeah, the video, you can see my reflection and I am very sincerely looking at him. Um, <laughs> and so I put some romantic sort of, you know, sad sort of music over it. Um, you know? Yeah. And it's beautiful. Oh, I know. Well, we have, um, so, uh, I, I was supposed to be in Brisbane right now, but I uh, came back early because of, uh, obviously I was like, Pretty sure everything that I was going to do for the next bit was slowly going to get cancelled. So I may as well and just it did. Fun- finish my bit that I had to do and then come back um, mm. before. I mean, there was stuff that hadn't been cancelled yet, but I was like, it was like 13 days away. I was like, it's going to get cancelled. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to call it now and go home. Um, and so I was in Brisbane where apparently there's a, a bit of it um and also the gold coast a bit of it jono was in the gold coast um where where apparently there's a bit of it as well um (laughs) there's a bit of it bit of it bit of it around um and then so we came home yesterday we got we got on the plane then we got like an uber home and um our uber driver was like the most annoying person i've ever met in my entire life um my Oh, he was just, he just like, he didn't really understand how any of it worked or anything at all. Um, But uh, there was something he said that I've now, I was going to, that's why I brought him up and now I can't remember what it was. But God, I'm going to remember it throughout this podcast and you're going to (laughs) be like, pardon? What? He's, oh, he's, okay, I've remembered. (laughs) He said that um, he was like, yeah, you know, Tom Hanks brought it to Australia. And I was like, what? what are you talking about? No, he's just a person who has it. You're just saying that because he's the only name of the person you know. Don't say, yeah. what's wrong with you? Ugh, okay. Anyway. But he might have. Because, you know, him and his wife, Rita Wilson, got it. And now Richard Wilkinson has got it. Oh, no. Which is a nightmare. And then someone retweeted a photo of Richard Wilkinson and Rita Wilson at some party like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, so, he's like, so nice to meet Rita Wilkinson. Oh, no. And that's funny, but also not funny because it's all awful. Yeah, that is that is rough. But you know what I'm happy for? People are getting into gaming, and I think it's a great time for gaming. That, I mean, yeah, that's true. You know, everyone's just taking some time off. If I could say one thing to people self-isolating, don't be productive. Just chill out for once in your life. Yeah, I'm excited you know? to make a bunch of stuff. No, 
No, I mean for yourself. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. I got some. Oh yeah, yeah. I got some like plasticine, and I got a heap of clay, and I've, I got a big puzzle today. They didn't have many good ones, but I picked a fine one that I'm like, oh, that'll do. Um, <laughs> and I got some books that I need to read. Um, I got plenty of stuff to do. But yeah. Oh, you can use the bookmark I got you. Yes. I'm very excited to use the bookmark. Well, I haven't been, I haven't really read anything recently. Okay. I just saw there's a Sally Rooney book on your table, so I was just checking in. Yeah, that's what I'm about to start reading. I got it today. I did, I, yeah. I'm going to try and read the conversations with friends. The other one, um, I told you my thoughts on that, didn't I? Yeah, we've talked about that on the pod. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'm giving this one a go. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. How's Tarzo? Is he doing okay with the isolation? Tarzo. Okay, so because I'm shooting, I don't have time to look after Tarzo. So my friend Katie's looking after him, which was all going well until um, <laughs> I'm just in the bath, and then I just like I was like, oh, I have a new voicemail, and I listen to it, and it's like, hi, it's RSPCA. Um, we have your dog. <laughs> and I was like, what? The fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> Because um, my friend has a courtyard and Tazo is not a dog who likes to escape, but um, that's when we're home. So what I think happened is she left the house and he was like, ah, I want to come with you. And then he like found some hole in under the fence or around the side of the fence. Oh my God. Okay. But what I assume happened is he got out and then he's like, oh, I can't see Katie. And then he just sat out the front of the house until someone picked him up and <laughs> took him to Bandura. <laughs> Oh, my God. So I'm very glad that he didn't get hit by a car um, because he is a dumb shit. <laughs> but, you know, it's a relief that he somehow managed to avoid because it's like a kind of a busy road. But yeah. he avoided getting hit by a car. So I'm very proud of him. And also I was extremely stressed about it and I'm very glad it was my day off. Well, that's good. And then I got really mad because they were like, uh, the dog is under um, the name Mark Bonanno. So we're going to need you're going to need written authorization. Um, from the owner to collect the dog. Did you say, sorry, he's in quarantine at the moment? Well, I'm like, he's not even in the country. I'll say it's also my dog. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, you should (laughs) have written your name on the certificate It was administrative, but I took it very personally. (laughs) Anyway, so now he doesn't stay in the courtyard. Now he stays inside the house. (laughs) Um, But um, on all accounts, he's doing great now. Good work, Tazo. that's... That's my life. Um, I'm feeling very cooped up. But Me too. That's okay. Me too. I've cooped up. I've been inside for <laughs> 16 hours. Well, we had to – I felt bad because we had to go run some errands this morning and we'd mm. just been on flights. But we had – because we didn't uh, – so you know how – like I don't know if you were, but I, I would say about four, five days ago I wasn't really – I didn't really understand this or didn't think it was like a thing. Like I didn't know. Um, mm. And so when I went for Bris- when I went to Brisbane, uh, I'd made no preparations to stock up on any supplies at all. Uh-huh. Um, and I got home and there's nothing at the shops. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that's fine because we have herbs in the cupboard. Oh, yum. I can't wait to eat <laughs> herbs for a month. Ah. Wonderful. Oh, seasoning, yum. Oh, your flavour can't save you now, Danielle. No, so we went to the shop yesterday night when we got home and there was nothing. So we went to the shops again this morning and got some stuff. So now we've got, I guess, some diced tomatoes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we got some meat in the freezer and some rice. <laughs> I don't know. We got And we got plenty of herbs, so nobody needs to stress. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm still trying. I'm still on the hunt for pasta. I couldn't find any fucking pasta this morning. Woman in front of me in the line is like, there's everything's gone. There's nothing. Where I don't know where everything went. And then she puts down 10 bottles of detergent. Oh, my God. On the conveyor belt. And I was like, lady. But then, twist, I took a photo of all her detergent and I tweeted it. And then... And then she's like, hang on, that should be cheaper to the cashier. And then the cashier was like, oh, that promotion ended a few days ago. And then she was like, oh, okay, I don't want it then. And then I was like, do you not know about coronavirus? And you just wanted some good price on detergent. (laughs) And I just let this woman walk away and she has no idea what's going on. Oh, my God. That's, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't get pasta, not because we couldn't find it, but because we have plenty of semolina flour and eggs so we can make our own if we want it. I did think of you. They were like, oh, you can make your own pasta if you have a pasta machine. And I was like, what am I, Danielle Walker? Okay, you know I'm I'm in a relationship with a proud Aussie wog, okay? <laughs> Isn't he Greek? No, he, no he's Italian. Well, he's one, oh. I don't know, one of his grandparents is Italian and the name has trickled down and so I... We have a magnet on our fridge that says Proud Aussie Wog. Um, <laughs> and you can't get it off. It has melted to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Much like it is um, melted to his identity. That's beautiful. Yes. So where will we well, be making pasta at some point maybe? No, I won't be making pasta. I will be buying it tomorrow morning um, when the guy from IGA told me it would be there. <laughs> That's so n- it better be there. That's nice. Apparently, there's some more pasta around other places. I don't know. I mean, you're in the same chat I'm in where everybody's saying where stuff is. Um, yes. And I feel like I'm good now. I feel like I don't need anything else. Oh, good. I don't think. No more errands to run? No more errands to run. We're making a big stew. Um, Will you the- be so embarrassed if, you've, if, you've, if, you're a, if you're a patient zero? Me? Yeah, because you were at the airport. Um, well, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd be embarrassed. I was, just reading, I was reading about this this woman in South Korea and she was the 31st person in South Korea to get coronavirus. And they were like, we think you have coronavirus, go get tested. And she's like, no, I'm going to lunch. And so she went and had a buffet lunch oh. and went to church and she infected over a thousand people oh, with that decision. Oh my God. <laughs> so there is... High potential in this situation to be like singled out. Yeah. Which I think is great social pressure to well, self-isolate. Yeah, well. Because I was getting really fucking pissed. I was like looking at people's Instagram stories and people are just like out fucking clubbing and like at bars and stuff. And I was like, stop being psycho. Yeah. That's, what are you doing? That stuff's crazy. Well, Jenna was at a gig in the Gold Coast the, the other night with 900 people. Uh Okay. So I'm calling the police. So we're in the house now. Um, <laughs> we'll be in the house now until your errands. June. June. We'll be in the house till June. Well, good. You have enough semolina fa- flour to last you till then. It makes heaps. Like, <laughs> like it makes so you much. only need a little bit of that. Yeah, exactly. It makes so much. Yeah, I know about it. I know you know. Anyway. You're also. Um, okay, yeah, it's 15 minutes. Let's get into maps because I reckon <laughs> we'll be doing this for a little bit. Oh, you know what? Great news at the end of this week. They were like, there's only two more weeks. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Two more weeks. Because this is fucking boring, to be honest. Yeah. It is not. 
But I guess I still prefer it to last season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I forgot to tell everybody on the podcast that uh. um, I was on the same flight as a, la- a maths royalty to Brisbane. So from Melbourne to Brisbane, I was mm. on the same flight as Sarah from three seasons ago. So <laughs> not last season, but the season before, which we didn't review. Um, I think her name's which Sarah. you watched and I didn't. Yes. Um, so Sarah was with Telv. Um, now she's with another man. Uh, well, I don't know if she's with him, but she, that's who she was on the plane with. And he looks a fair bit like Telv, but it's not Telv. Um, wow. And I've never seen anybody's, like, I've never... I've never seen, like, because on the show she had full glam makeup, but I've never seen that makeup in real life. And it makes people look completely airbrushed. Like, it looked it, – I've never seen that before. I was like, wow. I was I – Well, it doesn't look like real skin or something? No, yeah. It looks like – it looks exactly like – you know, when somebody does a – it's like a painting or something. It doesn't look real. Mm. It was so airbrushed. I was like, wow, I don't – this woman doesn't have – pores and she certainly has very beautifully flushed red perfect cheeks do you know what i saw something on tiktok they were like if you want your foundation to lay perfectly and then i asked someone else i asked um (laughs) my makeup artist um (laughs) uh if like about this and she was like yeah it's an old theater trick you put setting spray and then translucent lucent powder or maybe they're the other way around and then primer and then you do your makeup on top of it. Um, I'm just going to continue with a tinted moisturizer because I don't think I could be bothered with all yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it would like suffocate your skin or something. Yeah, but I think like it's like that sounds good, but also I know me and I'm not I'm not spending the time to do that. Oh, and nor should you. You don't need no. to. No, I'm going to be just... I'm just going to be chill. Also, I'm kind of excited for um, a bit of quarantine because I'm just not going to be wearing any makeup ever. And then my skin's going to be like, thank you, I hope. Um, <laughs> God, I hope I come out of this. And I'm like, actually, I'm just going to stay in isolation forever because my skin is looking flawless. I mean, that's your ideal state anyway, isn't it? <laughs> okay. I like to catch up for coffee sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my skin's been going great. Either I'm just in another off cycle where I don't have pimples or it's because I stopped taking the pill. But the bad thing that happened is my boobs shrank back to their size because when I started taking the pill, they grew a bit. And I can't remember if I said this on the podcast, but Mark started calling them my massive norks. (laughs) And now they've shrunk back a cup size. But I'm like, what? Now I got to choose between big tits and good skin? Being a woman is so hard. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Fine. Anyway, we've we got to get through this fucking shit. Well, when you have kids, oh they'll get God. big again for the pregnancy. So there you go. For the pregnancy? Yeah, don't they get big uh, at the like, end of the pregnancy start of when you have, have the baby? I don't know. But then I've got I to stop taking my skin medication if I want a kid because it causes birth defects. Or, or, or you, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> but then where are my tits coming from oh i mean like i was just gonna say you oh just, wait you are just... you just saying take the medication and risk it yeah <laughs> yeah that was the joke i was making <laughs> um okay i try okay i tried to have a chummy conversation with my doctor about i was like well i promise i won't get pregnant and he was like it's serious <laughs> you cannot have a kid with this <laughs> 
Anyway, okay, yeah, um, okay, to the podcast now. Okay. To the podcast. Sorry, it's been 20 minutes. Let's get into it. Okay, homestays. It's homestays <laughs> week. crazy. It's homestays. We're with Connie and Jonathan. Jonathan mm. has, as we remember, last commitment ceremony, he said he was, um, he said leave. Now he's put his walls up and um, Connie thinks that he's been matched with her for a reason and that he's her guy. To that I say, Connie... No. no, no, just leave. This is a TV show. Look at the past. How many successful ones have they had? Probably not your guy. I feel like the ones yeah. where they've gotten married or whatever or stayed together, they probably had a nice time throughout the time on maths. We we know mm-hmm. from last season, which I think is only the second one to ever last from the show, they wow. seemingly liked each other through the whole thing. So, yeah, Connie they only got upset at the other people. Yeah. So, Connie, this doesn't bode well for you. You should leave. Okay. Amen. Who's next? I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy and Josh have been fighting. Now, I famously said that they were good at conflict resolution. I take it back. They, Me too. It turns out they suck. They're good at having conversations with each other, but then even no, because then sometimes they, they're good at having conversations on camera. Yes. I would say that's disappointment they've turned out to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset with them. I'm very upset, to be honest. Um, yeah. I don't understand how Josh doesn't understand Kathy's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be pretty annoyed if you if, if somebody hadn't talked to me about the issue and then they went and talked, like, about the issue in front of me to somebody else. Like, sure, go tell your friend you're having an issue. Maybe they can give you mm. feedback on how to handle the situation and come back. Don't talk about it for the first time in front of me to somebody. Yes. Very embarrassing. I would flip my lid, I would. Yeah. Also, like, the friend stuff is so rude because it's also, like, you know, saying, like, you know, that he was sceptical that they were going to get the the friendship, the the, like, romantic side back. That's so rude because it's also giving her like an ultimatum of like you better start liking me and wanting to fuck me again soon so rude yeah so he was like mad at her because after the commitment ceremony where he was like i don't know if i like kathy anymore she um just left the house and she didn't come back um until like 1 30 a.m and had her phone turned off the whole time yeah but and then he says, maybe this is why we're just friends. Rude. Um, Lizzie and Seb have a fight. Yes. Our new golden couple, Lizzie and Seb, have a fight. And it is a real fight, I would say. Yeah, I think it was, It was. yeah, I would say that was a real fight. Um, Seb said Elizabeth was, like, one of the most unhealthy people he's ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a really horrible thing to say to somebody. Um, and she felt like, you know, especially, I can't believe he didn't think about, like, her past in the show. Well, he didn't really know it. Yeah. That's Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I don't know, it's just, yeah, what, what the, yeah. Horrible thing to say to someone who, I'm pretty sure she said online she's had eating disorders in the past and stuff. Um, anyway, rude. And then also obviously had her last husband on the show. 
Yeah, Mocker. Saying that she was a big girl and he was going to have to get her running in the morning. Yeah, very, very rude. Um, one There's thing constant societal pressure for this girl. One thing I did like, though, is Seb told Liz, Lizzie to pack activewear and then she packed tights and what appeared to be like a silk singlet with lace at the top and that was a top <laughs> and I was like, um, Lizzie, that is not – that's so funny that you've worn that as a – silk? Do you, that is going to hold odour and make you stink. <laughs> um, what else? Um, oh, we see – so this is obviously homestays. We, we see Michael's house. Yes. And it confirms that the ice, as in frozen water market, is lucrative because he has money. <laughs> yes, that place is massive. Is it the type of place I would want to live in? No. No, no charm. It's all just like modern fucking... Yeah. Do you like marble? Well, here's some marble. Yeah. He's got a pool and a spa. Um, He has a home cinema, which is like just the... I would hate it's that. It's just the cornerstone of like people who have too much money. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think. And they're like, ah, uh, home cinema. Um. <laughs> So he's like, let's go for a swim. Stacey says she doesn't have any bathers. And he's like, I've got a spare pair. Okay, this was this was organised by the producers. You reckon? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he's not that dumb to say, I've got a spare pair of women's bikinis. I think he absolutely, the producers said, what if we do this? And then he absolutely said, yes, that makes me look like I'm, a bit more of a player than I am. I like that oh, idea. Okay. I think he I think he absolutely did it. Right. If there's one thing Obviously, I think about it Michael. It doesn't work out well. No. But also, it seemed like she was like gently ribbing him as well. Like I didn't think she was genuinely upset by it because she kept on like being like, mm, yeah, okay. And I was like, mm, uh, that's the type of faux mocking I absolutely do to everything. <laughs> I thought it was funny because she was like, <laughs> He handed it to her and she's like, okay, um, the bottoms, um, they're a small. They won't fit me because I'm an extra small. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, bathers don't run in that many sizes. Like, I would probably fit into a small. I'm an extra small, but, like, she's clearly just yeah. taking the pants. Also, then she wore his pants. I'm sorry, but there's no way that <laughs> – like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean you would fit into – Oh, you'd only wear – you wouldn't be able to fit into a small, but you can wear Michael's. Absolutely not. Stop it. <laughs> also, bathers are like, you. they tie up on the side, the ones he showed, I'm pretty sure. So just tie them tighter. Um, No, no, she can't because okay. they're a small. Okay, well, okay, well. They would swamp, they would swamp her tiny vagina. <laughs> um. So she, uh, yeah, so they go, they get in the fucking spa, pool, whatever. He has so much money. I like yeah. just, I fully understand why she is just forgiving him for being just the worst. I, I get it. The one thing I, I think is so funny though is she thinks that like she like says, she's like, I think we could be like the couple that people like look up to, you know, like an aspirational right. power couple. And I was like, I was just like, um, no, nobody's going to look up to that. He like, already fucking cheated on you, dude. And he won't admit it. Yeah. It's not like he was like, sorry, I did it. I won't do it again. Let's grow together. He was just like, um, I blacked out, but also it didn't happen. Yeah, I think anybody 
who meets Michael is not going to look at him as an aspirational dude because his like personality is the worst. Nobody would want to yeah. be like him. They'd be like, oh, that guy's horrible. I don't care how much ice you produce in the market. Yeah. You're annoying. Um, anyway. Anyway. I hope I meet him at the Logies. <laughs> it's my dream to go to the Logies. <laughs> and the only people I would know are contestants from reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Connie and John go skating. Connie is just trying to win John back so bad. Yep. And they have a cute little date where they go... What is it? Skateboarding or some shit. Yeah. Yep. They do that and she's like smitten. She's like, oh, yep, cool. I can do that. I'll be like the cool girl he wants. Um, Yeah. We also see his house where he lives with some um, housemates and stuff. And uh, they have a hot tub and a ping pong room. Wow. So that's fun. (laughs) Party. That's fun. Um. Kathy asks Josh, she says, please don't bring up our issues in front of your family that you haven't, especially if you haven't even talked to me about it first, please bring it up to me. And so they sit down with his family and then he brings up a bunch of issues that he has that he hasn't addressed with her. Um, <laughs> he says, he just starts complaining that she tunes out when he's talking. Yeah. Which is so just unrelated to like, I understand bringing up all oh, times have been hard, but he's just like, here's, here's what else is wrong with her. <laughs> yeah. So I, rude. I find it, ex- I find, I just don't like that he talk. like, she's right. He does talk about, he does talk about her, their issues to everybody else but her, in front of yeah. her too. He loves to shame her. Yeah, it'd feel fucking, like, you're supposed to be a team, bro. I don't like it. We also see um, Drew and Casey who are in cans are wonderful. Uh, love love the tropics. Um, <laughs> the the housemate is notably absent. She's away currently. Um, mm. And we see that there's lots of stuffed toy unicorns everywhere. Um, and there's a big unicorn corn, called Cornelius and Casey fucking hates it, obviously. And she's right to hate it as well. Yeah. It Drew, is. Drew, grow up. I Sorry, would... I know you're supposed to like whatever, let people live their lives, but really stuffed animals just scattered around your house? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't really you understand. You know, like I feel like you go through a phase where like you go from having like just your house full of fucking junk and you go, I don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> and he should have already had that. Yeah, well, I time. don't I don't understand cuz he later on he like calls her materialistic or whatever. Um, and then, like, I don't really understand, like, he's also, like, I mean, he's still bought all these toys, so he still has things that he likes. If he wasn't materialistic, he would not have them. He would get rid of well, them. Well, I think I they're, know. like, memories or whatever. You think all those unicorn toys are just memories? Why well, they- he said some of them are, like, whatever. Okay, I don't understand why he has so many plush toys. Why They're all unicorns. Sense. Why are they all unicorns? That's a I red know, flag. But- it is. I'm upset about it. Um, anyway. But also, yeah, I have issues with her as well, which we'll talk about later when we get to those. Oh, we will get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, where are we next? Oh, they have, yeah, we talked about that, the family dinner with Josh's, with the mum. Um, Casey and Drew go to the boulders where I've been swimming and it is beautiful there. And then they kiss with their hot bodies. Um, 
Then Kathy and Josh go to the beach. Um, and that... Is that this episode? Have I got that? I think I started reading the wrong thing. Um, no, I think that's right. Um, yeah, Josh continues to bring up that they're just friends all the time, like on the beach. Mm. Um, and it's like... He says that she's the only one holding resentment and he's not holding resentment. But it's like, it's obviously he is holding resentment if he keeps bringing it up all the time. And now it seems like he's ignoring he her. He can't stop bringing it up. It's all he brings up. And he ke- yeah. continues to say that they're just friends. And like, I would hate that too. Imagine if somebody s- continues yeah, to say, rude. it's horrible. You've got to like, I think if you're in that situation, you continue to act the way you, you try and act the way you were acting to bring back everything. I think mm. that's what I do. And it's the third time he said it's not going to work. And so she gets up and walks away. Rightfully so. I think now it's yeah. like, well, you're the one making all the issues now. She's trying. She came to your homestay. You yeah, she is do trying. the work. Okay. Angry with him. Episode two. We are off Josh. We're I off take Josh. back everything I said about him being good at conflict resolution. He clearly holds on to things instead of expressing them. Yeah, that was just for the cameras. Mm. I've decided. Okay. Anyway, next episode. Maths 2. Sorry, Hometowns Part 2. Alex and Ivan. Oh, boy. Ivan owns nothing. He, <gasps> he has no things in his house. It is like walking into um, an Airbnb that's just a holiday home. It's so poorly. All of these, it's apart from Michael, which is like not even like well designed. It's just like he threw money at the problem and just got everything expensive. Every other guy on this show has just the ugliest houses. And I'm not talking about like bad or old. I'm just the way they're decorated and just the choices they've made are disgusting. It's horrible. (laughs) Nothing goes with anything. Nothing's like... Oh, there's no choices that have been made. It just ha- it just happens. Yeah, I feel like it's things no like thought. The, the, they've had the same bedspread from like share houses years ago and it's still like yeah. there's no holes in it so they just have continued with it and it's like it's blue and got daisies on it because an ex-girlfriend bought it or something and they've just still got <laughs> it. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you all? Get... Have some pride. Oh Haven't you played God. The Sims? If you have, if you put some care into your envi- environment, you'll feel better. I've not played The Sims, but um, I know that because I I do that stuff in real life. Oh, you do it <laughs> again. You live an Instagram lifestyle without putting it on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> um, a well curated one, not like a oh, not just like a random one. Inst- Thank you. I saw a video. Yes. It was this girl who was on Dr. Phil once and she was like, I'm hot. And then I followed her on Twitter for a while and then I stopped following her because I was like, oh, you're actually a bit of a fuckhead. I found a video she posted and it's called, she called it the coronavirus challenge and it is her on a plane licking the toilet seat no. in the on the plane. Oh, no. Like outside of coronavirus, that's just the grossest thing in the whole world. Like exactly, you don't even. And need she it. like literally oh. just did it for clout. She said, "I just did it for clout," and then she's like, "Oh, guys, I lick, I lick men's assholes. How is this any different?" Like, oh. and I'm like, "It just what the fuck?" Oh, that's so gross. Everybody on the plane uses that. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, even if she cleaned it beforehand, 
Do you know what I mean? She could have wiped it down with an antibacterial wipe, but it would never be enough for me. No, I couldn't even... I could never. Oh, that's... You've ruined my day. I'm just so mad. There's all these fucking... Mostly Americans online being like, fuck coronavirus. We're... Like, you can't kill Nashville, baby. (laughs) They're all just dancing to some fucking shit country music and it's like you're all gonna die (laughs) oh my god i'm very stressed i had to yell i had to tell off my mum and my dad separately mum bought a ticket to to go see a movie on wednesday what movie and i was like you can't go to the some i don't know some like australian film right she one ticket, she's like, it's a little cinema, it's only got 20 seats in it. I'm like, mom, don't go to a freaking movie. Yeah. Just, you can stream it later. And then my dad, who's like 77 or something, is like, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go play pool on Wednesday night with my friends. His friends are in their 80s. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, because my dad's actually pretty, he's like really fit for his age, right? He worked, like, he, he does like, um, like eight hours, nine hours of labor, like every weekday. Yeah. Um, he's a line marker. But he, but he's like, all my friends, they're all on like so many different medications for their heart and whatever, you know, and I'm, and I feel, f-. so he's telling me about that. I'm like, dad, if you go to pool with them you could kill them and he's like oh it'll be okay oh my god what do you call it everybody tell your mom she can go to the drive-in maybe if there's a i guess she can't for that movie but i don't think they're playing small australian films at the drive-in she can request maybe (laughs) i was like it's not it's not necessary anyway i was getting so mad i was like you guys know that they're calling it boomer remover and yet here you are just fucking gallivanting about boomers are too they're too bold and i think they really they get into the age where they really don't care if they die so they're just like whatever yep well they i guess they never lived through a world war or um the depression or anything um is that true i don't know my my nana's the generation above she was she was in the depression Mm. i don't no, I don't think they were. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what a nightmare. I am keep having to lecture my own parents. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, um, Ivan, Ivan blindfolds Alex and is going <sighs> to give, like, he's going to do something <laughs> romantic. He's going to get her, give her something, a present. Did you think what he gave her was worth a blindfold? No, not at all. It was a cheese platter. Oh my god, Avan! It was like a little cheese and meat plate. <laughs> that was that was so to me. I was like, oh my god. But also, I was like, I'm upset because Alex is not. She's off Avan. She's worried she can't force something after the last commitment yeah. ceremony where everybody was hounding them about if they fucked. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're a bit iffy at the moment. Um. Mm-hmm. All I have here is Steve and Michelle. Michelle has lost her voice and Steve is a Virgo, so he likes to do things right. Um, That's a direct quote from Steve. Um, Wow. And uh, I didn't expect Steve to be into star signs, but turns out apparently he is. Well, because he's a Virgo. Yeah, obviously. Um, He, I've written, Steve, ugly decor. (laughs) (laughs) 
they all have ugly decor. Um, and then we cut to um, John's housemate. Connie and him sit down and his friend's like, you guys should stop. Just give up. <laughs> yes. Um, Whilst I... And I've written here, his house is also hideous. Yes. Um, I would like to say that uh, I don't like Johnny's housemate. Um, mm. I He was wearing a fedora, which is um, which does sometimes signal that. Um, yes. But the advice he gives is probably good, even though he is seemingly one of the people I've seen who is the least likable on this show. Oh, wow. That is a big call. Yes, that is a big call, but I stick by it. <laughs> you got to stand by your convictions, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I respect you for that. Um, yeah, no, they shouldn't be. This, I, this show, if there's no connection, if there's no spark, why are they always pushing them to keep going? Especially the people who are, like, young, you know? It's, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, like, don't force a spark with somebody. Like, it's like, yeah, sure. When you're in your, like, 60s, you're probably not going to be that physically attracted to somebody. So do just push, <laughs> like, do just see if you like each other's personalities or whatever. But if you're <laughs> in your 20s, what the fuck are you doing? No, but they don't even have to, like, like. You could have two people who aren't even horny ever, right? Yeah. But you'd still want them to want to be around each other. Yeah. Like some of them don't even have that. They have nothing in common. <laughs> and it's just, there's nothing there. What are you doing? I don't get it. Anyway. Yep. Anyway. Speaking of which, Steve tells his mates in front of Michelle that he's not physically attracted to her. Again, he loves to bring that up. In front of her. Yep. What are you doing? And then that they sort of they start to sort of go her, uh, trying to defend Steve, saying that he never meant to hurt her by saying that. And it's like, well, what are you like? What, like, no, nobody's taking it seriously. That the thing that she's annoyed about is that he keeps on bringing it up in front of other people. In- yeah. Instead of just to her, he keeps on bringing it up. To the cameras, he keeps on bringing it up to the experts. He keeps on bringing it up at the dinner party. He keeps on bringing it up now at his friend's house. It's like, geez, we get it. You don't like we get it. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, Michelle just wants an apology, and Steve doesn't understand what he did wrong. Oh. Anyway, men. Um, Ivan <laughs> gives Alex a little taste of his lifestyle. By taking her to an open house that he's doing. Um, and then he starts giving her the spiel on that. He's very proud. He's clearly very proud of his job. Yes. But he's like doing it to her. He's like, uh, and then we come out onto a very spacious living area with Venetian blinds. And she's like, I'm also a real estate agent. I don't care about this. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess where's she? Is she from Perth or something? She's from Perth, so I, I bet I like. I'm guessing that she sort of maybe looks after maybe like, I don't know, rentals like the types of like places you and I would rent, maybe just like yeah. normal houses. Whereas I guess maybe maybe in the real estate biz, like selling five million dollar waterfronts is a 
like a big deal or something i don't know <laughs> that's a van's words yeah <laughs> um yeah he's clearly like very proud of it and she does not give a fuck yeah she's bored I, there's shit. something i just i do not find it impressive that you sell or you interact with five million dollar waterfronts like maybe if you had one yeah even though, like, obviously, eat the rich, etc. Yeah. But like, just being the middleman, I don't know why that's impressive. Essentially, Naomi's saying eat the rich unless she gets rich, and then, you know. <laughs> well, here's my plan: if I do end up getting money before the class war, okay. um, when the class war begins, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of guillotines, and just um hand them to all the people, so then we can behead the rich. Okay. So your your plan is to get a bunch of guillotines. Yeah, if that's what I'm saying. If I have money, okay, 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 and uh, you don't think that they'll grab you and pop your head through the guillotine? No, because I'm because because I no because I'm on their side. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, other people who will not be beheaded: Danny DeVito will not be beheaded. Um, Ariana Grande will not be beheaded. I'm just naming people who support Bernie Sanders. Okay, I'm going to move on. Okay, so Ivan okay. Um, <laughs> gets the Fast and the Furious 9 happening. Um, he says that he used sorry, to be into drifting. Sorry, sorry. In the open house, he calls Alex his assistant. Sorry. I, sorry. And then at one point, I know it's a joke, but he's like, oh, you're my, you're my bitch today. Oh, that was a little joke. I'd be all right with that. It annoyed me. I'm it annoyed me because she clearly wasn't having any fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole thing was like an annoying thing, but, you know, whatever. He is okay. being a van. But anyway, he says he used to be into drifting. Um, and so he meets up with some of his friends who all have cars. Um, and then something that I noticed is when Ivan is around those friends, he talks in a thicker accent. Really? Like he was putting on, I, I felt like he was putting on a thicker accent. Like, I don't think he has an accent, but I feel like he was, like, putting on an accent a bit. Um, and That's so funny. Uh, My sister does that. After that, he said, uh, I love fun. I love having a laugh. I love adrenaline. Um, mm. Which is like, all right, cool. <laughs> we all love fun. <laughs> Sounds like every Bachelor contestant ever, uh, yeah. to be honest. Calm down. Um. Uh, Casey throws, Casey decides uh, she's done with all Drew's sh- shit, shit. Yep. Um, and then decides what, after they've been together for about two weeks, she's going to throw a bunch of it out. Bad move. Even though she's right. Yep. Um, but then she goes, she's like throwing, like there's like a tie that is clearly new and she's yeah. like, no, that's ugly. And she puts that in the throw out pile. She doesn't actually put any of this stuff in the bin. I think we should... Highlight that. Yes. Like she was never I bet the producers put her up to it. Yeah, I don't know. I felt yeah, I maybe they put her up to it. Either way, I think you still have the choice to say no, I don't want to do I'm not gonna do that. Um Yeah. But yeah, I think it's still like if I came home and John put a bunch of my stuff in a pile, I'd be like, Okay, how dare you? <laughs> okay. I know what he would throw out and um I What is it? It will be some plants. <laughs> is he is he suffocating no under all the plants no he's fine he's fine he just like he there's a few plants who that he doesn't realize are different from each other 
Um, oh yeah. And so he only like he like he does like the plants. He likes the ones that like look really like like different. Um, mm. but the ones that are just like green, he's like, I don't know, that's just green, you know. <laughs> but it's like you know, I got some I got some pretty cool plants. I think with different yeah. All right, colors and patterns plant and book. stuff. All right, sorry, Jesus, sorry, I didn't realize um, I wasn't allowed to talk about what my passions were. <laughs> no reality television only actually okay. cut me off about bernie sanders right. so um josh and kathy fight after meeting up with josh's mum again because they've so they have a fight whatever i don't care um and alex tells Ivan that she doesn't feel a spark between them yeah that hurt him but um but I feel like it's pretty obvious anyway. Yeah, I feel like that was sort of coming for a while. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, I felt so, I felt bad for Ivan, but I also did feel like she was giving it a really good go at like trying to like wait to like feel that physical attraction and stuff. Yeah, she did it. She gave it a way better go than most people do on the show. Yeah, I think she did a really good. Not job that I think that. you need to give it a go. I think way more people need to cut and run earlier on this show. Well, then they'd have they no do. contestants left. Yeah, but that would be much better for the contestants. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Contestants. <laughs> um. So then we have our Wednesday night episode. Um. Uh, now this is obviously the dinner party episode. John says Connie's doing everything to make it work and that he needs to put in more effort. Sure. Yes. Whatever. Okay. Um, and Josh and Kathy are still fighting. So they haven't talked since their, um, the homestay. Mm-hmm. And this is very sad to me. Yeah, it's very sad because they were so good together at the start until mm. everything happened. They had the connection. Yeah, they had the good stuff. They've had the mm. strongest connection out of, like, there were no other couples who were anything like that. Mm. Until Lizzie and Seb, who have now had sex with each other. Hello. Which they make a point of telling everyone immediately. Every two seconds. Love that. Um, and Drew and Casey have had a fight and Drew told Casey, you're not my type. That's hard to hear. And then he also said, if he had a daughter that that Casey having, if so if they had a daughter or something, Casey having all that plastic surgery, he would worry about what their daughter's body image. Yeah, which I think that's just like, well, what like, what do you, like, the child will be aware that their mum got those things done. The child, like, you can still raise your kid to be body confident and it can still want to get those things done or decide not to get those things done. But also, it's not like yeah. it's not like he hasn't changed his body either. You know, it's like... He, yeah, he, he has o- that musical note tattoo. Yeah, he obviously goes to the, like, gym heaps and he gets his, he gets, um, his chest shaved and he oh gets yeah but tattoos. that's a healthy normal amount and Casey's is too far I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I do like obviously there's a problem with like beauty standards for women yeah because everyone like ends up looking exactly the same yeah 
But it's also very hard to talk about now without just talking about individual women and what they've chosen to do with their own faces. Yeah, oh, I mean... But I don't think Drew is the guy who's going to solve that problem. Yeah, I also think that, like, I mean, like, you understand that you can end up looking... Like, you know, every... I think people will understand that your face starts to look like everybody else's face and then, you know, like, whatever. You think we'll have a back turn away from I think so I reckon when everybody starts to look the same like because people like all of those people do start to look the same like all the facial features I think it will be a resurgence I don't know to like have a face that looks different to everybody else's I mean it'll still have to be beautiful because we're not (laughs) crazy they're not gonna be like (laughs) oh I want to look like that ugly person (laughs) you know but I don't know or maybe they'll just change the yeah I can see that happening I don't know I mean the key here is that like women who are just born extremely um naturally hot will continue to thrive either way yeah that's the thing is i don't think anybody i i think the thing is like it's never i don't think anybody ever puts like those um really surgically enhanced or like botox or filler enhanced faces at the top list of like their hottest celebrity people i think it's usually like yeah some celebrity that's in in movies or whatever who who looks beautiful naturally Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. Who will also not be beheaded. Okay. <laughs> I made eye contact with her in a cafe. Oh, did you? Did you make eyes at her? And then I was like, oh my God, that's Emily Ratajkowski. And then the two guys I was with were like, who? We don't know who that is. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, feminist icon. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So Ivan, um says to Alex that he wants to go to Perth to with Alex to see if the spark comes back there. That or comes back is the operative. Yeah. Are the operative words there because I feel like it was never there. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then we hear from Michael because he has to stick his fucking nose and everything that he's worried about Ivan. And that Alex told him that uh, Alex and Ivan had sex. And then Michael feels that it is wrong that they have not told anyone that they've had sex. Michael... He sees this as a great injustice and somehow everybody else's business. Seemingly Michael was extremely happy to come onto this show and be um, the, like... Seemingly he just... Yeah, he just wanted to come on the show and be that person. He's like, I'm rich, I don't even give a shit. Yeah, I think so. And I've heard people say that they like him oh, or they think he's funny. I hate and him. And I'm like... How do they think he's funny? He's so unfunny. I don't know. How are you it's interacting like, with people who think he's funny? Um. Oh, you know. It happens. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not going to name names, but yeah, I was upset. Like, how can you make bullying... Yeah. So unfunny. It's one of the funniest things you can do and somehow you've made it charmless. Yeah. How have you possibly made bullying the funniest of all things? (laughs) So unwatchable. Bullying kicks ass and you have ruined it. Um, So we get to the dinner party. Seb and Lizzie arrive first. Seb is the biggest fucking dork I've ever seen in my life. He decides, they say, let's hide and jump out. Yeah. When the next couple arrive. So they hide. I kind of like that. And Lizzie then I believe Michael board. and Stacey arrive. Is yeah. that who it is? Yeah, Michael and Stacey. And then they, so they're hiding. 
And then they jump out to surprise them and Seb says, it's tickle time. Well, he said to Lizzie beforehand, he was like, should I do tickle monster? And she was like, no. And then he did that. (laughs) (laughs) He comes out like like, squatting a little bit with his hands like little claws. I like him. He's he's so and goofy. Says, it's tickle time. I don't know how he's managed to be in the world without like because I assumed that stuff would have been bullied out of him, but it hasn't. Right. And now he's just a. It's because he is tall and attractive and a footballer. He's a big goofy man who everybody is like, all right. I mean, bless his cotton socks, you know. <laughs> Keep being new, Seb. Um, and then everyone else arrives. Steve and Michelle come and they've brought everyone a teddy bear. Yep, which I think they did that in a quite quite a funny way. They said, um, uh, we don't think it's fair that Drew has a teddy bear and nobody else does. I think that's a funny little thing for them to do. I think it's fucking weird and I didn't understand why they did it. I think it was that was a funny line. They got up and gave a speech. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, anyway. I didn't like I'm the speech. I'm happy you were entertained because I was just sitting there. I was like, why? I didn't like the speech, but I thought that bit was funny. Uh, people on Married at First Sight, they love to stand up and do a speech. They absolutely love it. And none of them have any business trying to command a room. Um... Michael talks about being in an awkward situation because he knows something. Mm-hmm. And he talks about it like this is turmoil for him, but he's clearly so fucking excited. Oh, he's 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 so excited. I mean, we did have that previous dinner party a time before where he was like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to get in there and stir the pot. Like, he's always going to be yeah. like that, seemingly. Oh. Um, it's like, why don't you just wait for conflict to come to you? Yeah. Also, we sh- he has to be on the he has to be on the front foot because I actually don't think he's very adaptable. I think he just likes to stir shit. You know, I'm more of a I'm more of a back foot bully. I wait for someone to step in, say the wrong thing, and then I come for him. You know what I mean? He goes in with a plan. I bet he's never even done improv classes. I don't reckon he would have done them either. Um, we should say, say as well that um, Kathy and Josh have walked in separately because we yes, and they are not speaking to each other or even looking at, at each other, which is terrible. Yes, it's horrible because they were so cute together, and it's just like you you guys have to like. I'm trying to imagine. I mean, I can't imagine myself in that situation because I've had <laughs> I've been with the same guy for six years, so it's not applicable at all. But it's just crazy. Yeah, like they they have to sit next to each other at the dinner table as well, and they're just looking, they're just like facing away from each other. It's insane. Yeah, I think it would be easier if you've only been together for that little amount of time because it's not such a natural thing. Maybe yet. Yeah, you still don't know where you stand fully. Yeah. I guess I don't know, and you don't want to lose face. Yeah. Um, Alex is sitting next to Lizzie and tells her she can't fake compatibility and she says this while sitting right next to Ivan. Also, we're led to believe. We don't see a yeah. clear wide of all of them sitting together. But um And everyone's just talking about how, like, what the hell, Alex did a one eighty. She said, you know, they was they were clicking so well and now all of a sudden she's not feeling it anymore. And I'm just like, Are you guys blind? Yeah. What the hell? She's never like they were never steamy. Yeah, they were always just seemingly like he was, they were always very, well, he was very respectful of her. Yeah. Um, 
and and they got along well, yeah. but it's clearly just as friends. Yeah. Um. And then oh, okay, so I this bit was weird. So Ivan picked up the cheese platter for a moment and put her on his lap or something, and then Mel said, "Oh, he's taking comfort from food." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, calm down. He had one piece of cheese, you psycho. Sure, he picked the board up, but I feel like Ivan's just a weird dude. So, you know, maybe he did that for a moment. I don't know. But, yeah, she said. Uh Uh-oh, he's impulse eating. Oh, he's taking comfort from (laughs) food. (laughs) It's all going downhill now. Yeah. I was like, oh, let him have Um, a piece of brie. Calm down. So then Michael and Alex get into a fight. Now, this is my... Oh, my God. I feel so sorry for Alex here. Michael says that Alex is lying about her and Ivan having sex. And at least Michael always told the truth. Yeah. Wrong. You have always denied that you kissed Haley when you clearly fucking did. Yeah. Bro. You do not always tell the truth. Um, And then Michael tells Alex that she told him that they slept together. He's like, you told me you slept with Ivan. And she says, no, I didn't. I said I was intimate with Ivan, but to me that means kissing. Either way, it's none of his fucking business. And maybe she doesn't, maybe she's happy to tell that to her friends on the show, but she doesn't want it said on national television. She clearly has very conservative parents. Maybe she doesn't want to be like shunned by her entire family for sleeping with a guy. Yeah, they might be like a no sex till marriage type of thing and technically this isn't, you know, technically it's not a marriage. I don't know if you knew that. <gasps> um, but te- What? Technically it's um, not. Um, no, and it's so, not. you know, like, th- yeah, that could be really harmful for her. Um, yeah, it's like no one's business to bring this up until I hate this. I hate about that. I hate about this experiment it's not an experiment it's a reality show yeah. um and also it's not like they just keep pushing that part of the experiment is you have to be really open with everyone else and all the other couples that's not how that's not how relationships work no is you have to get around with a bunch of other couples and talk about how often you fuck or if you fucked this is not <laughs> this is not comparable to anything in the real world anyway yeah. um So Josh suddenly starts backing Michael up and this is where I start to get really mad. Yeah. Because Josh is like, why aren't you, I don't know, he's like having a go being like, you both told me that you slept together. It's no one's fucking business anyway. Yeah. And then Josh and Seb have a conversation about how you have to be open in this experiment. Everyone has to be open. Yeah. I mean, okay, so then, yeah, so we have have the initial thing where it's the argument about – what intimacy is and people are saying that they have fucked and then they're saying that well Alex is saying that no they haven't that intimacy is kissing and then uh Josh says both of you have told me that you've ha- done it and then they ask mm. Ivan and Ivan's just like no comment basically just sort of staying behind Alex um and not getting into it um uh, this just keeps on going on. Everybody's like getting angry at Alex for not telling people what she's done sexually. And then she gets up and walks out. Um, mm. And Ivan follows and her. And cries. Yeah, and cries. And then Ivan follows her. Um, then oh, then we have a thing with Kathy. She cries to somebody about how Josh left her on the beach. But right now we're talking about Alex. <laughs> um, Michael says 
at the dinner table then that he saw Alex on a date with a guy and that she said she wanted to see him again. That he was hot and she wanted to see him again. Um, Michelle says that her and Alex went to a Serbian event and met a guy who drives a Ferrari. And Michelle says if a man spoke about her the way Ivan does, she'd lick his toes. Okay. What? Just because a guy likes you doesn't mean you have to be with him. Yeah, and just because he's respectful as well doesn't yeah. mean that you have to... I mean, like, they're coming from a different community, obviously, where all the men um, just drink themselves to oblivion and aren't very nice. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are spoiled a little bit, Danielle. We're Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> a man can respect us <laughs> and we don't put him on a fucking pedestal <laughs> for it. Um, and Connie says she didn't know Alex was dating but knew she was out with men. Um, Seb tells... Oh, Seb tells Lily that Lizzie that, and then it's funny because Alex comes in and sits behind her, and Seb was worried that she was behind her the whole behind him the whole time, and that but she didn't. It was fine. Then that is funny. That was funny. Then Michael tells Ivan, and Ivan says, "He, I've got that he knows she was out with people or something. I don't know. Mm. I can't remember what that happened. But anyway, we're still defending her, and I wrote down Ivan for Prime Minister. Um, and anyway." Michelle asks Alex if she's been going out and Alex says no. She's been hanging out with uh, one of the girls that she met at the Serbian place um, mm-hmm. and that they went out and I guess they were at a place that that guy owned or something um, and that he yes. came and sat down with them a bit and Michael was talking shit. Um, and he was 50 years old, same age as my dad, she says. Yeah, and she said she's never said the S-E-X word. Um, and Josh tells Ivan to have some balls, um, and Ivan says he's not going to say anything. Um, then, so what I think has happened, yes, is that um, Alex has come back. Michael's been like, "Who were you with?" And she said something, and he's been like, "Oh, a guy. Or oh, do you like him? Or oh, is he your type?" And she goes, "Yeah, I guess he's my type." And then he goes, "Alex was on a fucking date." That's what I reckon happened there. Yeah, well, I... Okay, so I have my own theory about this. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, I have a theory. So, it all seems kind of weird that everybody's talking about the sex thing. Um, Like, that's so, so weird. And I feel like the producers got really annoyed that they couldn't manipulate those two um, into doing stuff. And so, what I think happened is... um, the producers got to Josh and Michael and they told them to back each other up so it looks a little more legitimate um, and to... Oh, and they said, Ivan wants you to do this or something. Yeah, and to say that Ivan wanted to bring it up at the table instead because I don't think he would have done that. Um, I mean, not that like I know him or anything, but I feel like it seems like something based off everything we've seen that he wouldn't do. And also it's like, well, it's going to come... There's no way he wouldn't figure out that it's going to come back to him if he asked them to do that. So mm. I feel like that was a thing that the producers were like, who's easy to manipulate? Absolutely Michael um, and maybe Josh agreed to it as well. I feel like maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like I I feel like Ivan did it. I don't know. I don't know if I can believe bad things about Ivan. I like him. Mm. But I don't like Josh anymore and I don't like Michael, so it's easy for me to say those two did it. Yeah. I, I don't think Josh would do it. Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyway, I don't like Josh repeatedly telling Ivan to grow some balls, bro. Yeah, that's no good. Chill out, Josh. All, um, all right. And Josh is just going at Ivan and Ivan just wants Josh to stop. He's like, please just stop talking. Yeah. And it just goes way too far. Um, Josh says Ivan called them to get their help and that Ivan winked at them at the dinner table as they were backing him up. Yeah. I mean, they can't make – Josh wouldn't make that up. That's crazy. No, but I mean, like, surely they would have shown it then. No, but it's – I think it's better if you don't show it because then it's like who's telling the truth. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They did call it like the greatest who done it, And I'm like, who done what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, like, it's not a murder mystery. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, but it also it doesn't even make sense because like, like we find out in the next episode, Avad and Alex – just they left well yeah alex stands up she's like i don't i'm not fucking doing this anymore i'm leaving and then she's gone and like respect to her i heard from someone that their like friend like said something rude about alex and then alex blocked her so then i dm'd alex i don't think she ever saw it but i was like good on you because it seems like she was getting a fair bit of abuse online yeah for doing nothing yeah she didn't do anything wrong everyone grow up yeah. Um, and also, even if she did go on a date with that guy, she already told Ivan, I'm not interested in you romantically. It's not going to work. Yeah, and if he said he knew about the date, then wh- what's what's wrong with then that? Then what's the problem? I mean, yeah, sure, probably get off the show, but also, you know. But you have to wait. Contractually, yeah. you have to wait until the commitment ceremony anyway. Mm. Yeah, and if they wanted to be friends, you know, then yeah. you don't want to anyway, like I was leave. a big fan. Yeah, I was a big fan of Alex, um, just screaming at Michael and saying, "I don't fucking care what you think. I don't want to hear. I don't want to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say." Yeah. I was like, "Finally, someone," because his opinions are so annoying. Yeah, anyway. everybody dislikes him. He's a real annoying guy. Good God. Um. And that is, and that's how the dinner party ends. Rip to that. Um, and then we finally have one more. It's the commitment ceremony. Yep. Um, do you have anything to say before we get to the... Um, There's a bit with John and Steve, and Steve's like, <laughs> even though you don't feel anything with Connie, you should stay, just in case it changes. Yeah, just... Even though I feel like it hasn't changed for Steve yet. No. Um, maybe it's starting to. But John says... Oh, we should. We can stay for like her homestay. You never know. Maybe something happens, and then I'm into her. Which, if someone said that about me, I would <laughs> walk into traffic. Yeah. The way he says that is like something crazy could happen, and I could be attracted to her. Yeah, I just also feel like it's like, well, if it's that easy to change, then surely it would have happened by now. But also, it's like I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who can easily start to be attracted to me and easily not be attracted to me anymore. Yeah. Oh, break up. Um, yeah, break up. It's time. And then, um, and then we find out Ivan and Alex aren't coming to the commitment ceremony. They've just decided to leave the experiment. And then um, someone, I think it's Stacy, says they think they're better than us or something. Um, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to get down in the fucking muck with you and throw shit at each other. They just want to be adults and go home yeah, well it's like nothing they are better than nothing you. good would happen at the commitment ceremony they would both be civil 
And then yeah. Michael and Stacy or Michelle would yell at them or Steve or something. Yeah, and it's like maybe they didn't want to do that for the cameras. Yeah. Maybe they only cared about each other and none of you psychos. Yeah. Um. So, yes, they are better than you. Yeah, um, okay, so first and up. Then, yeah. First up we have Steve and Michelle. Um. Okay, this annoyed me. So, Steve – so, last night at the commitment mm. ceremony, Steve kept on being like, look how good she looks. Um, and, like, yeah. wolf whistling her and stuff when it's like – Steve, we know you're not attracted to her. Now you're just sending mixed signals to her. Then he said yep. then he said to the experts he said that he loves her. And then they asked, so are you in love with her? And he said, No, I'm not in love, but I'm moving in the right direction. Which is just like then probably just don't say it because I think that's a weird thing to do. Um Yeah. And then we find out I mean, you know, saying I love you but I'm not in love with you is also how um it's also something people say to break up with someone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like it's great news. Yeah, these two are absolutely going to now just continue until the end and then break up with each other at the end. And it's going to be horrible. Yeah, they are. And it's just so weird. They play this, like, beautiful romantic music underneath it. And it's like... Oh. Yeah. What? Like, why are you encouraging yeah, this? Yeah, don't. They're not going to end up together. Especially because Michelle says she's in love with him. And that makes me sad because I don't want her to be in love with him. She said she's in love or she loves? Yeah, she, no, she said she, she is in love. Oh, my God. I just like, oh. Then then we got Michael and Stacey. Stacey kind of makes me sick at the moment because <laughs> she's so giddy around Michael like a teenager. And I feel grossed out by it. Just think about the money, Danielle. There is something in it for okay. her, and it is the money. Okay, fine. Just I'll be try. comforted by that. Um, <laughs> hometown, uh, yeah, she said she loved the hometown because she got to be at Michael's house, and um, Michael then lies to her and says he's never felt like this about another girl, um, which is incorrect <laughs> because I don't think he's ever felt anything for anyone, apart from himself. Wow. But also it's like, well... Wait, so you didn't feel that way about your wife who you had a child with? Well, that's a that's a red flag as well. I mean, I mean, I know we disagree on these kind of things. I think you can just end up in a relationship that you just let go to. I can believe that maybe he... Did you just turn your camera on? No, um, somebody's trying to call me. I'm just going to decline. <laughs> Okay. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like, I'm fucking off. I'm going to quickly text them and just say doing pod. Who's this? Who's calling Gordo. you? Tell him to grow up and move on. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, I just, I think it's entirely possible that he's never felt this way about a woman before. Yeah, that's true. I don't care about it and i think they can just fuck off off of my television and live their grimy lives somewhere else where they just bully people yeah in an unfunny way <laughs> um uh and then we go to john and connie yes 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 um john writes leave he clearly does not think this is gonna work but then connie writes stay and John says, oh, I was kind of hoping she would write stay. Yeah, which is insane. 
And it prompts everyone to yell at him. Well, because what an absolute psycho thing to do. It's either you do want to stay or you don't want to stay because if not, you're playing with people's feelings and manipulating them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to reject you, but I want you to chase me. Yeah. But also, I'm actually not into you. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Psycho move. But he wanted to stay on and the show. And they say, get off the fence. It cripples her confidence. Yeah. And you see Connie is on the edge of tears yeah. the entire time. Because this is fucking brutal. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. And it's, this is the one time where I kind of understood everyone yelling at someone. Yeah. But also when they were yelling at Michael because he cheated yeah. on Stacey. But yeah, it's what, what are you doing? Yeah. It's insane. Anyway. I'm annoyed. Um, oh my God. Lizzie and Seb. Yes. I've accidentally written Lizzie and Sam. Lol. Um, oh no. Lizzie and... S- <laughs> oh, she's going to be triggered. Lizzie and Seb, um, they're going well. They talk about how they had their first fight, but they worked through it. And he learned, you know, that there's... That, you know, you got to be careful. Yep. Um, you can't just blurt out whatever you want without thinking. Um, and they say, how's your intimacy going? And Seb says... <laughs> it's good i like much excite oh my god um he does borat which was thrilling one of the greatest comedies of our time yes uh, that and anger management (laughs) um and then when they say what are you gonna do are you gonna leave or stay he writes stay and then he says i'll be back he loves the movie reference I love this guy so much. He's so sweet. Like, this is like ripe character work. Like, this guy would be so easy to write into something. Oh, absolutely. To me, he's like a golden retriever became a man. Yes. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful to watch. Yeah. I love a good Borat, (laughs) you know? A sincere Borat. It's just beautiful. Well, I'll remember that for the next time we're hanging out. (laughs) My wife. It's funny. Um, uh, and then we get to Casey and Drew. Oh, I just don't care about this couple. Yeah, no, it's just a weird thing because they're just definitely not suited for each other. Um, no, he's like really judgmental of her. She's really judgmental of him. They just clash far too much. Yeah, he needs to be with like... In terms of almost like culture. Yeah, he needs to be with like a hippie artsy girl with dreadlocks or something and she needs to be with like an investment banker. That's it. I've, I've well, solved it. Yeah. Wow, you've done it. Thank you. So um, Casey explains th- the teddy bear thing um, and then he says he was put off by her trying to throw his stuff out, which is like, yeah, of course, that that's that's so annoying that somebody would throw your stuff out. Um, mm. He told her she wasn't his type, which again is going to hurt her. And then he called, he said that his type, so that basically she was a superficial, materialistic Instagram girl, mm-hmm. which is all, you know, said in that way, not nice. No, not nice at all. But then they say that they had another disagreement about... um, Now, this is... Okay. So, I really liked when Casey was like... uh, She was like, don't tell me how to feel, right? I like that she stands up for herself in that way because she's clearly been dealt some fuckheads. Yeah. Who, like, you know, try to explain her, like, that her feelings are what is wrong. But she says what they disagreed, one thing they disagreed about is should should the man pay for dinner? Yeah. And Drew said, maybe occasionally, but I think by and large it should just be 50-50. And Casey said she thinks that men, the man should pay for dinner. And she's like, instead of trying to understand my perspective, he just said, wow, we see the world differently. 
Yeah, I think that's a normal yeah, thing what's to wrong? say. What's yeah? And then she starts fucking crying. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, I didn't. What? I was so confused because I was like, wait, surely this is like okay. So Casey has issues because people that she's dated in the past have, you know, cheated on her, dated other women, whatever. Probably been yeah. quite. Those men have probably been quite materialistic. Um, if maybe they're just about dating the hottest lady they can get or whatever um Mm -hmm. and not like seeing her as a person and so like I think it's like well maybe it should be nice to be with somebody who like sees you as an equal you know Mm. like I think I think he does seemingly treat her quite respectfully um apart from you know when he you know (laughs) yeah you know apart from when he like brings up that she's not his type but I also think like I do think it's hard to tell her, like, what she's doing that's annoying you, maybe, you know? I don't know. I don't know how you'd say it with, like, you know, you come home and all your shit's packed out because they don't like the look of it. I think that would be a hard thing to say without doing it. Just being like, well, you're not a minimalist, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's if, if you say, I think men should do this and women should do this, someone should be allowed to say... We see the world differently. Yeah, that's not a crazy thing to say. <laughs> that shouldn't send you to tears. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not the only thing, but oh my God, that annoyed me. Yeah, that was really annoying. And when she... Get over it. Pay for your own dinner. Yeah, I also it feel doesn't... like they cut it together weirdly because after she said the thing that was like, wow, we see the world differently, they made it so that she cried and said, I am lovable. And I was like, that doesn't really make sense as to why that would go directly after that. I don't know. Yeah, she was probably talking about the Instagram shit yeah. later. Um, anyway, they should just break up. Problem solved. Last couple up, we have Josh and Kathy. Um, what a disappointment they've turned out to be. Yeah, that makes me sad. Um, Kathy says um, she tried to invest in the trip, which I think we did see her. Like, she went on the trip. You know, the, yep. the first bit they had fun when they went on that motorbike ride and then they had a nice picnic down the beach where Kathy said, hey, just please don't bring up that stuff about your mum, which Josh ignored. Um, yeah. And then, you know, then they stopped talking and it was sad. Um, Josh said it felt like Kathy didn't want to be there, which I think is fair considering how he t- treated her. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there either if someone was just bringing up all my flaws yeah. to their friends and family while I was there alone. Yeah, absolutely. Very sad. Anyway, they both write leave. Yep. I think Josh is a bit more like, this is done, and Kathy is a bit more hurt. Yeah, she seems she seems extremely hurt because I think she really, really liked him, and... Yeah. He then just sort of like, I guess, I think the thing is that's hard as well though is like who would want to be with a partner who when they get angry at you or annoyed at you, they start saying hurtful things to you because yeah, like he was saying hurtful things to her, like things in the moment and it's like those things are hard to recover from but he just expects her to like think that they, those are all just like, I don't know, just things that are said in the moment and not real. And it's like, well, those, you would be like, well, that's, you know, things that you do think. You're just saying them out loud now because you're angry at me. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm off him. Yeah, I'm off him too. Sorry. Cancelled, Josh. Unfortunately, you are cancelled. Yeah, he's done. Um, You'll remain cancelled. 
um, for the indefinitely. Yep. Anyway, do we have any new <sighs> reviews? Um. Yeah. Sorry, that brings us to another end of a beautiful week. We only have two weeks left, my friends. That's right. We have one more commitment ceremony left, and then the final whatever they do. Um. Unfortunately, we don't have any new reviews. So. What? Yeah. Pardon me. What? Okay. Well, we don't we don't have any new reviews. Okay. Well, luckily for next week, they'll have plenty of time to do it because everybody should be self quarantining. Yeah, and they better, or we will have to take drastic action. Yes. And we will both write leave. We will. Um, but for the meantime, I know I can say on my behalf, I'll be back. <laughs> very good. Very, very good. Thank you. And I will say, <laughs> Naomi, no. you are still my podcast wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, okay, well then I guess I'll just read out the song description for this week. Please. Okay, the song this week uh, by Kevin MacLeod and Incompetech is called Andrea's Theme. And this is the sh- song description. It says, this is my pa- oh, Sorry. Oh my God, start again. This is my favourite piece that perfectly captures a slightly grown-up sound but still sounds like a 1990s era action drama. Old way, synthesized electric piano, new way, actual EP recordings that are built into virtual instruments that are then put through a lot of processes to make them sound like synthesized electric pianos. Old way, synthesized ocarina, new way, assemble recordings of an ocarina player and then make a virtual instrument that captures beautiful expression and legato lines. Turn off all that fancy stuff and play it like a crappy synth. Um, so that's the song description for this week. For this Wow. Song. Um, another good one. Anyway, apart from that, uh, I think we're done. <laughs> All right, we're done. Okay. Um, and we'll see you next week, I guess. Okay. Whatever. Bye. Bye. Mavs, Mavs, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.